Good morning, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. So, I was just listening to the radio on the way into work this morning, and uh, there was like a little news segment that came on, and they were talking about all the mandates and the restrictions and all the things that have basically kept the economy from opening up and freely operating in the way that the people who conduct business would truly want it to be like limited seating capacities mask mandates vaccinations all this stuff that has been taking place over the last few years they're talking about all these different countries who are easing back on all these restrictions and this is something that i said was going to be coming as the federal reserve attempts to tighten up the monetary policy we are going to see the restrictions of the economy begin to open up and free up and that's where i feel that a lot of people are going to be looking at the federal reserve and their monetary policy as the reasonings why we're starting to see the prices start to stabilize and may even begin to come down now there's still high inflation there's still high inflation expectations that are taking place and there is also the fear of an economic slowdown. So all these things combined has really left people in a very confused state on whether or not the Federal Reserve is going to actually monetize or tighten monetary policy as we go into a slowdown, which really doesn't make sense. A lot of people would say that it's because of the Federal Reserve's monetary tightening that causes a recession, and they'll look back through history and point out examples of that. But here we are still, like, have not attempted to go into a monetary tightening policy as of yet. But yet everybody in the markets and perception is that we are starting to head into that, that we are doing it. And that is where I feel that a lot of people are probably going to do a lot of the work for the Federal Reserve. That credible threat that comes from it. Now... It's, it's hard to kind of wrap your mind around it, but it's really the Federal Reserve and their job owning, what their words are using, the words that they're using, that will get the markets to participate in a fashion in which that they feel is best for the economy. And there was no better example of it than the corporate debt lending facility built or used during the unusual and exigent circumstances of the pandemic. Like, the corporations needed bailed out. And bailing out these corporations is politically, like, sickening, right? Nobody likes to deal with this. But these bailouts, in the eyes of the Keynesian economists, which are basically everybody who runs the government, the idea of these bailouts is to keep jobs going, to keep the economy moving, to keep people, you know... To keep everybody from failing. I mean, this is like, you know, the too big to fail. So they bail them out. But they know that everybody's going to freak out when they go to do this. So during the pandemic, when they are using this unusual and exigent circumstances and set up that corporate debt lending facility, funded it with a lot of money. I mean, a big chunk of it had a lot of people convinced that the Fed was going to be buying corporate debt. And when they bought that little bit and made the announcement and spread the news like crazy, everybody tried to front run the Federal Reserve. They funded all these corporations. They're ultimately sitting on a pile of cash right now, ready to head into the next recession and not needing bailed out because the market already did it, trying to front run the Federal Reserve and that 
purchasing of corporate debt that they never did. So this is the same thing that's taking place here. I do feel the Federal Reserve will raise interest rates at some point. I just, I mean, to be honest with you, they really want to get it up to a 5% interest on the Fed funds level. That would mean their monetary policy would be back in effect again, meaning that they could actually drop interest rates to stimulate the economy again. But at the zero lower bound or at 0.25 on the Fed funds level, trying to raise that interest rate, that Fed funds level up to a to a 5% interest would be like devastating to the economy. Ultimately, this Fed funds rate, if you're not familiar with it, this is the rate in which that the Federal Reserve targets the big banks on their overnight lending. Now, things have changed quite a bit over the years, but up until like a few years ago, the Federal Reserve conducted monetary policy on a limited reserve basis. And so this is kind of the easiest way to kind of understand what happened with the Federal Reserve and the Fed funds rate is that these big banks, ultimately, some of them at the end of the day would need reserves and some of them had excess reserves. The ones who had excess reserves would lend it to the ones who were in need of reserves. This was the overnight lending rate and the average between these big banks would be the effective fund rate. The Federal Reserve would try to target that with the Fed funds rate, that actual effective funds rate. So they would buy and sell treasuries off these big banks until they could adjust the overnight lending rate to suit the Fed funds target, which I don't know if any of that makes sense. But then they went into a no reserve or zero reserve policy and the repo facility started kicking in and they were swapping treasuries for cash and just a whole big mess kind of took place after that. Um, as far as trying to target that uh, Fed funds rate. So when they go to raise it, we're gonna figure out then how it is that they plan on doing that, whether or not it's through balance sheet roll off or if it's an adjustment to the reserve levels of these banks. We really don't know what it is that the monetary tightening is going to be like. Um, I assume that they're probably just going to allow, like they're not gonna mess with the Fed funds level, like the Fed funds rate at first, what they're going to do is just allow the balance sheet of the Federal Reserve to roll off, like just like let the maturities mature. And when that cash comes in, they're not going to roll that over into new debt. They're just going to take that money off the table. So that's ultimately cash coming back to the Federal Reserve and being destroyed. That's what that's going to look like. I mean, now they have they have put a lot of money out there. Right. I mean, they over the what is it, nine billion dollars on their balance sheet or I'm sorry, nine trillion dollars or something on their balance sheet. It's it's some ungodly number. It's really high. And what I found interesting is like, you know, to put that in comparison back in 2006 and seven before the great financial crisis, the Federal Reserve's balance sheet, like all the money they had printed and was out there in use and stuff. Eighty five eight hundred and fifty billion dollars. Like it was leveraged up after that, but the balance sheet only had $850 billion on it. Now it's $9 trillion. So the balance sheet of the Federal Reserve is immense. And so allowing some of these to roll off, some of the, some of the maturity or some of the treasuries to mature and roll off the balance sheet does not seem like a very far-fetched idea. They really could just sit on their hands and do nothing at all. 
And as the buyer of these treasuries disappears, like the printed press of the Federal Reserve no longer buying into the treasuries, it's going to be the markets who are going to determine where the interest rates on those treasuries are going to be just by the supply and demand of them that is out there. And right now we are seeing like a lot of people, like especially when it comes, I'll leave a link down in the description. I'm, I'm kind of drifting off here a little bit, but right now you are seeing a lot of people who are moving into ever riskier debt meaning they're trying to find that return because the interest rates were so low that they're moving in to these ever riskier places to go. And that is putting them into a very precarious position because as they reach for this interest rate and they reach out farther on the risk, more the risk comes. And this is where we're getting to right now because if we have a downturn, getting into those investments is really easy. But when it comes time to cash out, when it comes time to pay the pensions, when it comes time to issue those checks to all the firefighters and city workers and teachers and everybody else who has these pension funds, as the interest rates rise, those investments will begin to fall. The in what I mean by the price that they can sell them for. See, right now they're trying to get that interest rate from it, but the moment that they have to actually issue a check, they have to sell that that investment or if it ever comes time to sell that investment, as the interest rates are rising, they're going to have to take a loss on that investment. And this is because, you know, as as yield rises, prices fall. The safe haven that these pension funds used to be in, like the U.S. Treasuries, they're not in them. Not like they used to be. They're, they have moved into risk. And this is where I feel that there's going to be some major pain to be felt going into the future especially when it comes to these pension funds. So I'm not sure what the warning out there would be other than to keep a serious eye on the risk of where it is that these guys are moving to because it's getting into dangerous territory as far as I'm concerned. All right, I got to go into work. Uneducated economist, you let me know.